Hello, hello, this is Diane from Diana Broad. I'm talking to you from Thailand. I have a message for you today, and it's really about control. It's really about control, lack thereof, and letting go of control. I'm in Thailand right now, but I want to start back in Kosovo, in Pristina, Kosovo. As if you've been following me, you know that I was in Pristina, Kosovo, working for the American University of Kosovo, doing some consulting work there. Um, I was there for over about an eight-month period, but um, the last few months, I was there about six months, if that doesn't make any sense, and my responsibilities with the, with the university was really about writing. I had to write. I had to write articles and press releases and non-confidential work for the board of trustees. And I also did some editing. And it was great because I had to be quick on the draw. Sometimes I'd get an assignment and it was due in a couple of hours or sometimes just overnight or I'd get it at the end of the day and it was due the next morning. It was such good opportunity for me to hone my skills in writing. I didn't have a choice. I had to get it done and it had to be good and I got good remarks. As a result, my confidence in my writing improved. That's excellent. And while I was at the university, I also taught writing for um, through the ESL program for adult Albanian speaking adults who work for the, the US government and I taught writing. That was a challenge and very rewarding. Meanwhile, I also finished two books. I completed my novel, Just a Girl, which was self-published, and now it's on Amazon. I also completed a self-published nonfiction, The Essential Guide to a Life of Travel. So my experiences in Kosovo have been outstanding. Now, let me look at my notes. I also, so I was honored to be there. Um, and yet, I began having eye problems. My retina tear in my left eye began with a surgery October 1st of last year and continued with four surgeries. So when I was immersed in the eye challenges, I couldn't leave Pristina. And I felt like I was trapped. Now, you also, if you've read my About Diane bio, you know that I'm a free spirit. I am a free spirit to a fault. That means if I think I can't run free, even if I can run through free, but if I think I might not be able to run free, then I am challenged. That's exactly what happened in Kosovo. So the beauty of Kosovo, that is the nearly daily sunshine, the blue, blue skies, the beautiful mountains in the backdrop of Pristina, the lovely people, people who love Americans, even though we can't help where we're born, they love Americans. So they loved me had nothing to do with me, I kept thinking, but they were just very kind and generous of spirit. And these lovely people have experienced violence and 
the atrocities of genocide with their families. So they love life. And I've talked to a few of them who promised themselves that they, while they were in custody or while they were hiding from the enemy, they promised themselves they'd always be as kind as possible if they ever were able to survive this war. And so many, many people are just lovely. And that, of course, was is the beauty of Kosovo. However, because of the eye issue, the, the, the beauty of Pristina and Kosovo began to pale in my mind. I, that free spirit, I felt like I was trapped. I wanted to get away and I couldn't get away. And so a subtle, it was almost unknowing depression set in. And then December 29th was my last surgery. February 2nd, I went to Chiang Mai, Thailand, the land of smiles. It was incredible. I mean, even when I landed at the airport and I came out with my luggage, I could smell the faint, I had the faint smell of jasmine in the air. So I left Pristina. I left the snow, the scarves, and the boots of Pristina. And I came to Chiang Mai, Thailand, with heat, humidity, the smell of jasmine, purple shirts, shorts, and flip-flops. It was a total opposite of what I had experienced. And so not only were there flowers everywhere and colors everywhere, but there were golden Buddhas everywhere. Buddhas adorned with lays of flowers and candles and more. I was smitten. I was smitten with Thailand, the land of smiles. And I found Chiang Mai to be quiet. No, 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 no. I mean, little or no sounds. When I got up in the morning for breakfast, I could hear the birds. That's all I heard. There were no sounds. It was zen-like. It was serenity. I could hear the leaves fluttering with the warm breezes. I could hear the bird songs. I could hear the putter, the putter of motorbikes. The soft tones of the Thai language so soft, I thought I had to work harder at listening. So the birds and the putter of motorbikes and the Thai language and the fluttering in the leaves filled my ears, that's all. And then the sight of the golden Buddhas, as I said, with the blooming lay, lays and the flowers and the, the colorful houses and the colorful buildings here filled my vision. And the Thai food, you know, all these street vendors. When you walk or you take your motorbike down through the streets, you can smell the lovely Thai food. Well, I'm not going into that because that's a whole new blog. But all of that gently 
filled my senses. It was serene. Well, well, it seemed serene, and it was serene, but then it wasn't serene. It wasn't zen-like. Why? Because I could hear me. I could hear what was going on in my head. I could hear what was going on in my mind. I could feel and hear the fear that I, that had been distracted by sounds and snow and boots and everything Fristina, from Fristina. Now, this zen-like, serene environment, land of smiles, allowed me to see and hear what was going on inside. And what was going on inside of me was pretty frightening, pretty scary. The fear of my losing my eyesight and how that might affect me and my daily travel and my walking and all of that just flooded every pore of my body. And it compounded my worry so that my fear became mind-boggling. I was completely out of control. It's ironic that the zen and the serenity and the just quiet smiles of this lovely country allowed me, unfortunately or fortunately, to hear and see and feel more completely how out of control I was. Now, typically my bl- I have low blood pressure, 102 over 68. And during the eye issues, the four surgeries in Pristina, the blood pressure started creeping up. So now it wasn't one over two, 102, it was 120, and then it was 140. And I just knew I was nervous, but I didn't think a lot about it. But here I am in Thailand. And I'm feeling my inability to concentrate. I haven't been able to write. I haven't been able to do my music. I could feel this constant flutter, this flutter inside my body, this flutter of worry and concern. I saw my blood pressure move from 140 over 86 to 168. And finally, it spiked at 186 over 90. Talk about a moment. Talk about the tipping point. That is when I had to face reality that I was out of control. Never, by the way, can I remember ever being out of control like this where I could not control my thoughts. Something had to give. This 184 was my signal. Even, so I I thought to myself, well, I should meditate. I'm in this beautiful land, the serenity and the Zen and the Buddha and everybody's happy and smiling and seem to be in control and relaxed and no rushing. I thought, I remember I tried to meditate because everybody here probably meditates, I assume, I don't know. I tried to meditate in the past. Even my dissertation had to do with alpha brainwave state, which is the state that your brain goes in when you meditate. 
but I've never been able to meditate because I wanted to be perfect when I meditated. I always had trouble meditating before because I couldn't control my breath. It would be irregular. And I would have all these distractions and I, you know, I would forget where I was in this meditation and then I'd lose control and I would quit. Or I'd try to sit cross legs and my legs hurt or I was never comfortable. My back hurt, something hurt. So I had, I had interference with my ability to meditate, but now at 184 blood pressure, there was no opportunity to have interference. Happily, I found on Google, 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 what did we do without technology? Happily, I found on Google that indeed, you don't have to be perfect when you meditate. You don't have to sit cross-legged. You don't have to sit any particular way except that is, that is which is comfortable to you. Even lying down is fine. So I was, I, had, I was able to let that go. And I also found information about this notion that when you meditate, you know, you're going to be distracted and that's okay. You accept it and not be hard on yourself and meditate. I found another website and um, meditate meditation by Adrian and she happened to have a, like a 10 or a 15 minute meditation on anxiety. I was experiencing anxiety. I was out of control. So I did the meditation And the meditation amounted to getting a relaxed position, focusing on the breathing, imagining you're inhaling as water, as water coming up. And then when you're right about to exhale, you know that it's like a wave of water and you exhale, breathe it in. And she also had a mantra, the perfect mantra for me, the perfect mantra, I choose to let go. I choose to let go. So my breathing in was I choose and my breathing out was to let go. Two days after meditating, two days after meditating, 184 spike and my blood pressure went down to 164. A week later, I was meditating at least once a day, only 10 minutes, and um, I choose to let go, I choose to let go, and my blood pressure went down 117 over 68. I had control again. I had control. I didn't worry about my eyesight. If I lose my eyesight, I do lose my eyesight. I will adjust. My body will adjust. I will manage. It's ironic that the fear was compounding my fear. That makes sense. I was doubled up on fear. I, and you know, if, for those of you who know me well, I, I'm not a fearful person. But this had control of me. I didn't have control of it. I was out of control. I lacked control. I had no control over my mind. I had no control over my body. And my spirit was out of control too. But I let go. Oh my gosh. I let go. And you know the Buddha says, what we think we become. What we think, the Buddha says, we become. Wow. 
what I was thinking I was becoming. So what we think we become and what and all that we are arises with our thoughts. We are what we think. I love Thailand. And I'm coming back. This week, I'm going to Kosovo on Thursday. To what is today? Today is Monday. Tomorrow, I leave for Kosovo. Wednesday, I'll have surgery to move the silicone oil from my eye. And I will meditate. Of course, meditation now is going to be a part of my life every day, more than once a day. And I will return to Thailand, the land of smiles, and explore more of meditation, serenity, Zen, and the Buddha. I hope you come and join me sometime. This is Diane from Diane Abroad. Do you meditate? Do you have control? Are you out of control? Have you thought about it? Please email me at diane at dianeabroad.com and let me know what you think about this podcast and meditation. Loving you. Loving Thailand. Hope to see you soon.